Now, now, kids, sit down. Teacher, teacher, I think my bum bum went boom boom. Can I go to the bathroom? Sit down, school's about to start. May I sharpen my pencil? It seems to have broken. You heard the bell. Grab your books out of your packs. We're about to do a group project. No, no way, man. No way. Now, now, I know you all are groaning and moaning, but hey, no recess until this project is completed. Mary and Timmy, you meet up with Jimmy. Aw, but I don't want to do a project with Timmy. And let's get it on. Hello, fellow Reachers. Welcome to episode seven of Song Reach. Last episode, there was our special guest, Byron Yeager, on. I hope you guys enjoyed us just talking story and reminiscing about the old times. So we have our first international artists on the podcast today. Well, they're not quite international. They're more like brethren countrymen riding upon noble steeds, patrolling the plains of our shared borders. This is Group Project of Montreal, Canada! Group project consists of Jacob Brown on vocals, Jeremy Harbick on keyboard, and Alex Remington on guitar. They're all young guys in their early 20s going to college, which is a main concept and emphasis that defines this band's sound, as you'll hear in their music. They write pop rock and EDM party anthems for their own kin, fellow students. Just imagine going out on the town with your best friends with six beers and six shots in you, not giving a fuck about anyone or anything. You're jumping on top of cars, screaming at the top of your lungs, the freedom of being able to do that and run away from the cops. Listening to this band, that's what this is. That, there's nothing to it. They pump out feel-good jams that explore that freedom and that sensibility of being young and dumb and being able to get away with it because before too long, 10 years will go by and you'll feel like 30 years has gone by and you're not going to really want to be able to do that kind of shit anymore. Some real adolescent imagery going on here, but it makes me think about my times in high school and going into college and moving to California and just having that sense of self and you're not relying on anybody else except for your parents money of course but uh you know everything seems to be forgivable at that age almost like you're invincible don't get caught (laughs) this is the first track that i heard of theirs it blew my mind it is about kissing a girl or imagining kissing this girl on a marble counter kitchen top i mean How much more descriptive and niche can you write a song about? It's just a fucking badass song. So here it is. MCK for short. Marble Counter Kitchen. Yeah. You got me sitting in the back corner. Cause I'm feeling kinda different when I'm picturing us kissing in your marble counter kitchen in the fourth quarter of those finals that we're missing. Cause I'm sitting in the corner wishing. And your boyfriend's living seven borders away. And I know you say there's no way, but I'm picturing us kissing in your marble counter kitchen in the fourth. 
But she's just looking for a best friend I'm looking for someone to take out every weekend And I'll always write your letters but I'll never press send You can let me down easy but I'm still gonna pretend That I've got options But all my eggs are in your basket Like you've got this secret code and I just cannot seem to crack it She loves it when I chase her like that soda for your vodka I can't wait to say I've got you while we're kissing in your marble county Jeremy and Jacob met in high school and started the band in 2015. They're the ones who came up with the name and it didn't really stick with Jacob at first. He thought it was super lame. And honestly, when I first heard the name and saw him, I thought it was pretty lame as well because it just took me right back to school. And I don't think many people like school very much. (laughs) Just being in a project with other kids and students especially people that maybe you don't like or get along with i mean i don't mean to be a dick but that's just how it is back then you know but anyway after jacob got the logo of theirs tattooed onto him there was no going back at that point their logo is three stick figures raising their arms up above their heads as if they're at the edge of a stage performing to eighty thousand people in a stadium and they're bowing after their encore Go and check it out. It's super simple. I think logos are great. The simpler that they are and the more memorable that they are. And this one is definitely just as simple and memorable as it gets. So one awesome thing that they've done recently is they re-released their debut EP called Full-Time Student. I'm telling you, they're really riding this college genre thing going on here, which is pretty rad because there's a lot of students that'll listen to your music that way. It came out in November of 2017, but soon after the release, they took it down due to them wanting to redefine some of their elements of their sound and to achieve a higher quality of productions. So they took it down and after three long years of rest, they revamped it and those four songs are back up online as of March of this year. So full-time student is back, baby. March 27th, it streamed on the internet waves and some of the songs that I love off of there are Loose Kite and Bringing Me Down. Check those out. The production is better than the originals. I think Jeremy told me that he was the one doing the production of their songs. So it isn't it isn't like night and day, the difference of the original release and this re-release, but just the quality of the recording is better and they wanted to have that established to represent themselves. So I was going to choose one of those songs off of the EP as this middle slot for this featured track, but I'm going to flip it on your head and pick one of their latest releases. It came out this year, I believe, 2020. This one is called, did the temperature just go down up in here? Cold. Upset when I'm obsessed, we fight for hours, then get undressed. Lipstick stains all on my neck, your perfume lingers on my chest. Break it off, delete the pictures. Months go by, 
So when I was talking to these guys, they were dogging on Toronto pretty hard compared to Montreal. And of course, hockey is the next biggest thing to maple syrup. And I love hockey. I I talked to them about coming to Canada and what they would recommend I do or any listeners. What, what do people do when they come to Canada? Some pointers on the hot spots. Alex actually takes the reins on that one. These guys are a lot of fun. They're jokesters. They're witty, and they're just smiling the whole time and and poking fun at each other and poking fun at me. Two big shows that happened for them that they're ecstatic about. One being at the Fairmont in Montreal that was just a huge success. It, it blew their expectations. We're going to get into the interview here after this last featured headliner song. They kept calling me Ryan during the interview, so I left all those parts in. Make you laugh. Made me laugh. I'm going to wrap up with this final song before the interview. This is their biggest hit on Spotify right now. I'll just go ahead and list their top five. There is MCK, first song you heard, Marble Counter Kitchen. Another great song is called Sushi Date. That is with 192,000 plays right now. Their latest release is Hangover Day. Pretty self-explanatory. The cover art has a dude in a denim jacket with no head and just like smoke coming out of his neck with a red solo cup and a couple roses side by side. (laughs) Pretty interesting. Uh, Cold is up there at number two. And number one is Praise the Priest of the Church. Oh, priest. 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 Is someone smoking in this room? It's hard to breathe. She took my breath away. I'm gasping for air on my knees. How long did I spend in school? I'm forgetting how to read. All these signs she throw in my way. These signs she throws at me. You're 12 months later, I'm still into you I think I'm in love, but you don't think it too I'd write down my vows, but you won't think yours through And for better, for worse, I'd say I do When I kiss you and I hug you When I tell you that I love you, that's not enough When I shower you with flowers and make love to you for hours That's not enough Your baby, please, please tell me Why does this hell feel so damn good? And the priest, he tells me, God's here to help me love you like I should. Hey, you're stealing my, my hat, man. 
Is it my reflection or is this right? <laughs> I just need to get the beard going. <laughs> He's trying. I got something. I got He's something. working on it. <laughs> That's what I, I had my beard like half this length when this whole quarantine thing oh, went yeah. down, and this has just been growing like nonstop. By the, by the end of the quarantine, no way. Like yeah, it's going to yeah. be massive. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, a little stubble going. <laughs> right on, guys. So, so, how you guys been? You guys been able to do much music at all? Separately. It's tough uh, when we can't get together, but we tried. So I tried to send uh, Jeremy's our producer and pianist. I'm the singer, so I try to send him some vocals he can work on. But it's it ultimately works better when we're together. Yeah. So it's tough. We've been trying. Yeah. Yeah. Right now we've just been doing uh, just like he'll send me over like a demo vocal or something, a song that he's been writing, and then I'll kind of just bring that in a session and start working on that. Alex actually doesn't have any way that he can record guitar parts on his own right now, mm -hmm. so and just the actual like. Just our process is so like based on our chemistry with each other, you know. Right. So being alone is kind of uh, difficult. A bit of a bummer. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. How about you guys just intro with uh, where you guys got your name from, how you guys even came to play music together? I think I read a bio somewhere online that you guys met in high school and started jamming together in high school. Is that right? Yeah, two yeah. of us. Sorry, Ryan, I lost you there for a little bit, but I think I caught most of what you said. Uh, me and Jer so Jeremy and I met in high school, um, but we didn't really like, we weren't doing music together at that point at all. It was only uh, after he reached out to me so that he was producing some electronic beats and I had put some stuff on Facebook that I did with my piano and he reached out to me to kind of, uh, to sing over those songs, those EDM songs. Gotcha. And then we just continued working from there and uh, then Alex came in, which he could tell you about. Yeah, with his hat. With his hat, <laughs> Alex, you want to jump in there? Yeah, yeah. Me and uh, me and Jeremy, we met at the local uh, grocery store that we both worked at at the time. We both and, reached uh, for the I lettuce at the myself. same time. <laughs> yeah, it was an intimate lettuce moment. Connection. Yeah, <laughs> but I just uh, I reached out to him, knowing that he had uh, been making some beats here and all that. I never experienced any kind of edm uh music making in my lifetime but i thought it would be a good time to try it out Get so i reached it. out to him and i said hey man I'm, I'm down to make a song with you and he was like yeah sure and then i came over and he had been working on this thing uh the first song that was ever released under a group project it was called we want love at the time and i just came up with a, a guitar riff and he really liked it and he kept calling me back and then at some point he <laughs> I just became uh, a member of the band. Nice. He really didn't ask me to go be in the band. He just said, "Are yeah. we in a band? Our name group project." <laughs> and I was yeah. Like, one day, band. Alex. One day, Alex came over and he's like, "Hey guys, this is our logo. Like, we're a band now." It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Just spearheading Especially, it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also, we were releasing the like the few songs we released were always like one of us featuring the other one featuring the other one so then when it came time to release something together we didn't want to come up with uh, you know three three separate names on a song yeah, yeah, yeah Jeremy yeah. and Jacob and Alex like, yeah, yeah all the EDM names all the producer names <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah DJ Harbeck cool how'd you, how'd you guys come up with Group Project uh, that was actually me actually yeah it's we, we were I don't know we were just doing everything all three of us are students right and Everything was um, just super collaborative and working together. And, um, you know, aside from the three of us, you know, at that time we were, you know, working with another guy who would play bass or this and that and just, you know, messing around with people and stuff. And 
yeah, it was just that collaboration idea. And I thought it felt like that. And I was like, I was driving home from work one day and I'm like, um, I'm like, oh crap, that'd be a sick band name, you know? So I was, I was like five minutes from my house and I raced it home. I'm like, let me Google it. Like make sure there's no bands that, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. already have that name. And sure enough, there was nobody there. So. But to be fair, when he told me about it, I was, I was skeptical. I said, oh, yeah, he's group, group project. Yeah. Yeah. But it grew on me quick and uh, I'm glad it ended up what it was. I actually like your simple logo with the stick figures of you guys too. I, I, it's, um... Thank you so much, Ryan. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Alex, Alex drew that one. Yeah, same thing with that. I was super, I don't know about Jake, but I was super skeptical of that when mm. I saw that the first time I told him no way. Yeah, it was either the name or the logo, but somehow it came together. (laughs) Yeah, it came together nicely. Nice. I got some random ones here. Uh, What was your favorite cartoon growing up? Who wants to go first? Uh, That's a good one. (laughs) I'll grab that. For me, it was probably uh, The Simpsons. Yeah, I'll stick with that. Yeah, I started watching The Simpsons probably way too young at like seven or eight years old. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. funny. Uh, I, was I big, didn't understand uh, half of it as a kid, but uh, that was Simpsons a classic. is a good choice. Yeah, I, I I'd have to go with uh, SpongeBob. Yeah, SpongeBob. I was going for SpongeBob, SpongeBob. too. Yeah. Nice. SpongeBob. Nice. If I was staying up late enough, I would catch uh, Futurama on the same channel. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you- you know what that is? Yep, definitely. And I, I didn't understand the jokes, but that was a good cartoon, too. Yeah, we, I watched those, too, and I think we were all too young to understand some of that humor, but now when we look back yeah. on it, it's like, I get all of it now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> some of my favorites were, um, yeah, I love Cartoon Network. You guys get Cartoon Network in Canada? Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. No, it's Cartoon Network is basically uh, Jared's. It's what they show on, uh, what was it, YTV? Oh, there was YTV and Teletoon. Yeah, the YTV and Teletoon would they show Network stuff. Okay, it's like, yeah. it's like another Nickelodeon? Like in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, did you guys watch Ed, Ed, and Eddie? Sorry? Ed, Ed, and Eddie? Did you guys watch Ed, Ed, and Eddie? I don't know, but... It's about, like, know. three friends in the neighborhood, and they were all doing, like, dumb shit all the time. <laughs> that was one of my favorites. Don't think did you know Recess? It was Recess, yeah. the show? Oh, yeah, Recess. Yeah. yeah, Recess is a good one. I forgot yeah. about that one. There's so many, it's hard to choose. Inspector Gadget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Impossible. Kim Possible was a good one. Kim Possible. <laughs> With the little mole rat. Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron! <laughs> Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy <laughs> Neutron. Wow, I forgot about all of these questions. Yeah, exactly. They all start <laughs> so flooding back. Ones. There's so many good ones. Mm-hmm. That's a great question, Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Glad question. you guys liked it. Here's another one coming at you. It's sort of similar and weird. If you guys could domesticate any wild animal as a pet, what would it be? Oh, wait. So relevant. Oh. So, um, probably a bald eagle or a platypus. <laughs> so different from each other. <laughs> I know. They're both super cool, you know, and unique. I got to go with tiger. Tiger? I just From Tiger King? You guys, you guys been watching Tiger King? <laughs> I just watched it, yeah. So I would love to own a tiger. I'd probably have to go with um, a nice trout. A trout? You go on the boring <laughs> route? You that, you get yourself like a decent a decent aquarium on wheels, you just take them for a walk outside. I think that'd be just put them on your skateboard. <laughs> and then when you get hungry and your relationship goes sour, you just cook them right up. Well, that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Fish relationship goes sour. Temporary pet. Temporary pet friend, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, do you guys happen to listen to podcasts at all? Yeah, the Joe Rogan podcast. I love Joe it. Joe Rogan. 
I've been listening to Spitting Chicklets a little. Me and Jeremy have. I haven't heard of that one. It's a hockey podcast. It's pretty good for oh, sure. Yeah, okay. it's two, uh, two ex-NHLers there. Hmm. Ryan Whitney and uh, Paul Bissonnette. They have a really funny podcast. They like interview yeah. a bunch of uh, ex-NHLers and stuff, or current NHLers. Gotcha. They, yeah. talk super, they all talk super hockey, like super Canadian and stuff. Yeah. There, so. I, I forgot how much hockey is uh, is so prevalent in Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're dying right now there with, uh, with there being no season right now there. It should be mm-hmm. playoffs. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, American football is pretty popular here too, but yeah. hockey is also the best. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, but also, as the podcast, I, I, I listen to uh, Malcolm Gladwell, and, you know, that guy, he's I like don't. a historian, but he also just, he's a psychologist slash sociologist, and I kind of like that stuff. Cool. Just about the brain, yeah. Yeah, cool. nice. I, love, I love all the brainy types of podcasts to you, like science yeah, verses yeah. or stuff you should know. All those, like, big, big wig style ones, those are really nice. Um, what did you guys uh what did you guys study in school since you mentioned like sociology and psychology is that what you studied no i'm actually finishing up my uh, business degree at McGill university hmm. i'm doing finance marketing and ob which is te- it's like business psych so yes i do have a bit of psych in there gotcha um but yeah i still have one i have one more year left of that i'm still doing that i'm still at uh, i'm at concordia university in montreal i'm studying marketing as well and, uh, yeah, I still got a little while left there, mm. spending a lot of time doing music and, uh, school is kind of a backup right now, but mm-hmm. it's really, uh, it's, it's enjoyable. I like marketing and I like business and stuff. I like, uh, managing stuff and scheming a little business together. So nice. That's cool. fun. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm also in business and college still, but I'm enrolled for university next year in marketing. So cool. I yeah, guess you guys are, <laughs> you guys have the, he's not going to get in. <laughs> <laughs> You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Pay your way. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's some good tools to have under your belt for just even doing music in general, all that stuff. Like, mar- you can have the talent, but if you can't get it out there and market it well, it's like it's 100%. tough to tough to get heard. So yeah, good for yeah. you guys. That's very much a business. A yeah, not even necessarily that. You know, hopefully down the line, it's not going to have to be us the ones setting up the Facebook ads and all that, but. Mm. It's definitely still important for us to all have a good business sense and, you know, know what's going on. So, yeah, nice. yeah. let's keep us professional and uh, yeah. more creatives when it comes to music as opposed to being, uh, you know, composing written music. That's not really us. So mm. it's not like we're going to go into music for school, but uh, I think business is very relevant for us yeah, all. Definitely. You can apply and it's good it. Backup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. And uh, how old are you guys? I'm 21. I'm 20. And I'm 14. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually the oldest. I'm 23. Hard to believe, though, eh? Right. Yeah. <laughs> the baby face. I'll leave him when he's at 14. How old are you, Uh, 31. Yeah, I'm 31. a old guy. Okay. Uh, yeah. You can pass your 25, buddy. <laughs> you, you don't want to see me with no facial hair. I look like a 14, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> that's what every guy with a beard would say <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's why we grow them in the first place is to hide it yeah, you know. <laughs> Alex you have a little bad boy up. <laughs> yeah do it we'll have to send photos and just like I'll do a Instagram post of us side by side doing a beard challenge yeah <laughs> how cold does it get over there you guys like uh, being in, in the cold oh it's cold it's enjoyable 
when it gets cold. I mean, winter sports really make it enjoyable, but it could be up to you guys are you guys work with Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit. Yeah, so uh, minus thirty Celsius would be I don't know how much Fahrenheit, but I think it goes down to pretty well like zero unless I'm crazy Fahrenheit, but I don't want to open it up now there because my screen will go out, but. I'll get the conversion rate. The, the I think conversion I is like, like minus confusing. 20 or something like that. That was like 4 degrees Fahrenheit or something mm-hmm. like that. I was going to say like 2 yeah, or 4. Yeah, it gets about minus 30 Celsius. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. Up north Quebec, it could get really cold. It could get like minus 45 almost. Yeah. yeah. It gets cold. It gets cold enough for your beer to freeze outside. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, but yeah. Playing hockey outside is the best thing ever. Snowboarding is super fun. Skiing. Uh, Snowball sports. Yeah, snowball fights, hitting Jeremy in the face. Pelting your buddy in the back of the head when he's walking <laughs> off, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I take it you guys enjoy it then. Yeah. yeah. We, we enjoy it, but it's sometimes... You make the best out of it. Make we make the best, the best out of it. Out of it. But, yeah. like, most of the winter is is cold. But, like, with global warming and whatnot, it's been a bit everywhere. So this winter wasn't as bad, but... I just did a conversion. Apparently, minus 30 Celsius, if this makes sense, is minus 22 Fahrenheit. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah, that, that's so freaking cold. <laughs> we're, not wearing, we're not wearing what you're wearing during the winter there, that's for no sure. No way. Guess how cold it gets here on Kauai. Yeah. It's, it's like... The days the cold... are a lot shorter, too, in the winter, so... Yeah. The coldest here at night gets to, like, 65 or something Fahrenheit. So whatever that wow. conversion is okay, yeah. for you guys. Well, right now, it's, it's 41 Fahrenheit Montreal. Oh, okay. So... Like yeah. we're at five there. Yeah, it's five degrees Celsius, which is four. I have the conversion right here. I have the app actually. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Like Look at you. <laughs> but I gotta say, uh, having, business degree, having long business winters degree. Uh, makes you appreciate the summers even more. Yeah, yeah how, how it. hot does it get? Is it get? Is it the complete it gets opposite? Hot in the summer. It gets it gets like hot. thirty, thirty-five degrees easily. Let me do the math. In the really hot Fahrenheit, it can go up to eighty-six or over. Wow. Yeah. That's a big yeah. difference. It really do, it's hotter cold. It's like hotter cold. Yeah. But like when we have a sunny day, I know especially now in quarantine, it's like we make sure to get out there. And I know I've realized that as I got older, it's like we take advantage of all the sunny days we have. Cause of course. We know it's limited within the year. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can, I can sense that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I was actually, consi- I've never been to Canada. So would you, would, yeah, I was thinking of coming this year, actually, if I can make it, if this whole thing kind of blows over, but that's kind of yeah. one of the, the next locations on my list. You guys recommend anything for myself or listeners for the podcast to, to do in Canada? Go to, yeah, well, go to Montreal. Uh, Montreal is very nice. Yeah. Montreal is very like ethnic and multicultural and it's got yeah. like the flavors of a bit like the taste of New York, but, and even like the flavors of Europe, Europe it's really yeah. awesome. You have to know where to go within Montreal, but there's like a bunch of places that would a tell you. A lot of good food, a lot of good restaurants. Good but also in Canada, there's uh, like BC, you have to go to like BC yeah, and uh, Banff. I've never been myself. The west of Canada apparently is very beautiful. Yeah, and and it's not as cold. The west. Not as cold, no. It's, it's cold. uh... A lot of, uh, there's a big surf culture in Vancouver, uh, you know, all that. Oh, really? So maybe you'd appreciate that if you're a surfer. But I would say Montreal, there's uh, the Mont Royal, which is a really nice mountain that overlooks the whole city of Montreal. It's a nice yeah, little hike if you go friends or your girlfriend or whatnot. There's uh, the old, I mean, Montreal is actually 400, 
almost 400 years old the city so wow. like there's an old yeah. part of town which is like it's beautiful it's beautiful the to old part, yeah. and i know there's a lot of hype around toronto and canada but it doesn't compare to montreal oh, no, toronto to is a cool city Toronto's more of a busy, big city. Yeah, like cor- very corporate oriented a bit, you know. Yeah, there's like a there's a comedian that says Toronto and Montreal they're like two brothers. There's says one is like a crazy like binge drinking party animal, and the other guy's an accountant. <laughs> I want to go to the binge drinking one. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> that's where we are. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's for a reason. That's good to know because to- uh, Toronto is actually a lot cheaper to fly to. Because it's so close to yeah. like yeah. Uh, Mich- uh, Michigan, yeah. And, yeah, it is. But Montreal, I think, when I was looking at flights, it was considerably more money. Oh yeah, it's worth every penny. Yeah. Yeah, you could do what you could do is that I I've been to Toronto and with my buddy we paid forty bucks for a bus ride. It's like five and a half hours, but it's a comfy bus. So forty yeah. extra bucks, and you can come to Montreal. Yeah, cool. And also, uh, say Montreal during the summer is amazing. There's a lot of good festivals. So a lot of them are free, and there's a like obviously they won't happen this summer, sadly. But Oceaga is awesome. Uh, Insta Nick, if you're into EDM music, Heavy Montreal, if you're into more uh, heavy metal rock music. Anyway, there's, there's, there's a lot of really good events in Montreal that like are comedy fest, jazz fest. Yeah, awesome. there's jazz fest, which is free. A lot of a lot of the shows are free. Francophonie, it's like a whole festival around French music. So if you're these are all world renowned too. Like the comedy fest, there's huge names that come every summer. Hmm. Yeah, it's, a, it's very it's awesome. Wow. Yeah, cool. I'll have to uh, listen back on this and and make notes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you guys are just firing them, firing them away. Yeah, we're writing your bucket list right now, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. No, I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm sure listeners will too, because Canada's gorgeous, man. Like I follow some of the feeds on Instagram of like all the photographers there and stuff, and yeah. uh, it's yeah. incredible. You gotta love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially out west is oh. really nice. Oh, yeah, that's that's the more you, that's where the Rockies are, the Canadian Rockies, and all the. The Blue Lakes and Lake Louise and all that's in band. That's probably where a lot of the photographies. Yeah. yeah. I mean, East Coast is pretty nice too, but East Coast is beautiful. Maritimes are beautiful too. PI, Nova Scotia, Newfoundland. Hmm. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, right. I know, I know. It's just funny. I'll, I'll look like, into it. I don't. I'm. You're talking to someone who's pretty naive when it comes to Canada, so I uh, I appreciate it. All the words he just said, they don't exist. You just made them up. <laughs> <laughs> just, okay. See what I mean? I'm, I'm pretty gullible when it comes to that, especially when you're like serious and straight faced. No, these are real it. places. These are real places. <laughs> and also, we can't forget the the middle part of Canada too. Uh, it's still nice. I've never been, but apparently, it's very flat. It's a lot of yeah. land and there's a lot of <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't like make that your first stop if you yeah. go to Canada. <laughs> Isn't Toronto in the middle? Yeah, no. no that's more that's still more east than more like east. the middle would be like Manitoba, but I don't know if you've even heard of that. No. Saskatchewan. Yeah, yeah, Saskatchewan. Okay. Yeah. Saskatchewan. Okay. Anyway. Cool guys. Um, go Canada. Go Canada, yeah. Uh, so when I first started playing music, I was in a three-piece band, and I have this, oh, this special place in my heart for three-piece bands. And um, yeah, uh, do you guys love playing in a three-piece? Do you guys ever consider adding more members? I think I think we're always gonna stick to three-piece. We've talked as we go, like we're becoming more of a live band. It's tougher, but we've managed to play with like backup musicians. 
but we feel that uh, when we go on tour or something, it would be nice to have like a permanent drummer who may be incorporated slowly into the band. But we like branding ourselves as a three-piece. We think the chemistry here, I don't think we could add to our chemistry we have. You know, like I yeah. feel like and it's saturated to a point where if we add anybody, it might end up actually harming our music creation yeah. more than helping it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't mean that in like a cocky way, just that we, we no. create music very well together and just like us three. So uh, I think we'd always stick a three piece. Yeah. My opinion. Yeah, that's it. Just like, um, you know, I completely just to leave off from there. Um, we definitely have really, really good chemistry together, and the three of us, I think three is a good number. You know, if, if anything, we could swap Alex out if he keeps wearing that hat and just re-add him a third guy. <laughs> three's, three's proven to be a really good number for us, too, just, uh, like, making decisions and stuff. You know, you're always, you're never going to have, like, an even break, and often there's, you know, it, it often comes to that, and that's even from songwriting to business decisions to everything. It comes to one guy thinks one thing, one guy thinks another thing, and it's like who can convince the third guy that they're right kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's constant arguing, but constructively. Yeah, but, but we think that's uh, uh, the in best. In general, way. it's really good to be a three-piece. Uh, like when we write and record songs, but we always incorporate like uh, a session guys when we play live because live it's just it makes our sound a lot better mm-hmm. when we have a drummer, a bass player, another guitar player. And, oh yeah. But the it's core of the like, project will remain three guys, I believe. Also, the stick men are three, and I have that tattooed, so <laughs> it's not really four, it I could add, I could add to it. But you could add another stick figure. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be sixteen. You're gonna have it all around your arm. Yeah. <laughs> you could have, you could just have like the world's biggest band, and just have the yeah. whole just wrap around just your to, whole body. <laughs> just to mess with me and get my whole body tatted. <laughs> we'll break two records in one. <laughs> Is it tough uh, playing without a drummer? Sometimes, do you guys ever do that? No, yeah, we always have a drummer when we play live. We've done, uh, we have done a couple just interviews or shows kind of thing where we do do just the three of us, but we'll play just like one or two songs acoustic. But yeah, like as per our actual live shows, definitely we have our pretty, we have, uh, we end up being a six piece band where we have another bass player, a second guitarist and a drummer with us. Yeah, That definitely fills it up and, you know, makes us sound a lot more like a a real band, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's because of our, our complex production a bit. You know, we have a lot of, uh, we have a lot going on in our songs that I think we, we condense them well, but in order to replicate that on stage, you need that extra instrumentation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't we don't songwrite just as if it's the three of us. We songwrite as if like, okay, what's gonna make this song sound, you know, better, yeah. bigger, maybe? Or... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that helps to have because uh, we have a lot of resources with Jeremy's production skills. So we can and sometimes add you know we only have one guitar player in the band being Alex, but sometimes in a song we'll have like 20, 30 you know, guitar parts, you can have like six guitars, 10 guitars working at the same time, all doing different stuff. So yeah, a bunch of experimentation. Yeah. Trial and error. Yeah. I like your guys' sound, how you, and it makes sense now that you started off doing EDM productions and then you added sort of a live band element to it and now you fuse the two and you can really hear it in your guys' music. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Yeah, you're Thank welcome. You. Um, the Thanks. song that I love that I'm actually going to be playing on the podcast is Marble Counter Kitchen. And uh, yeah. I love that song, guys. Yeah, cool. it's a great song. It's super one. catchy. Cool. You guys uh, you guys have anything new coming out? Well, we have a lot uh, of songs banked up. 
but we have plans to try and uh, showcase them to some labels to see like if we can get some further direction and help from them um but uh everything's you know stirring up in the pot right now so yeah. we're, we're, we don't have any set releases but we have a lot of work has been put into uh, yeah. lately cool. yeah and we uh, we recently put out an ep called full-time student um throw basically a throwback to uh some some of our first songs we ever released and uh there's a few new ones well one new one on there and that was released uh, just recently um but other than that like jacob said we're we're uh racking some songs up to pitch to labels and hopefully land a deal mm-hmm. yeah and on building on what alex said about the ep that was kind of a throwback was because when we started we released an ep in 2017 with four songs from which our five that was five songs and then upon meeting our manager we took their, our songs down and he was investing in us to improve the quality of those songs so we had we had redone those songs maybe last year and we finally decided to release them mm. um or re-release them even mck marble counter kitchen was an old song that was out and then we improved it and revamped it to another level mm, nice so, is, uh, it a, is it drastically different can you the ep version versus the the remake version not, not necessarily there's just more of a there's that guitar lead and the drop kind of thing there the yeah the main like yeah you know, drop the melody um other than that though the song's fairly similar to what it used to be the structure is just the, the same. quality the quality the quality you know what when we released it, i had friends that, actually, that was one of the ones that people noticed was way better mm-hmm. i think yeah. Cause, like other ones are more similar to the old one but this one was especially like revamped. Like we rewrote the second verse, and yeah, yeah, it was cool. Cool. And you guys, you guys don't have the old versions online anymore. No, no, no of course not. There's we get uh, we get comments. Hey, I'll say once once every two weeks, there we get a message from uh, somebody saying, like, "Hey man, can you send us like the old version?" That's like it feels so bad to you know like oh yeah, want to, but it's just right now we're gonna. That's something definitely <laughs> like. If once this thing blows up and we're way uh, down the line, we're, we're where we want to be there, we can just release it for like the 50 people that want to hear it. You know? <laughs> I'll be one of them. Yeah. I noticed on your website, you guys have photos from uh, the Fairmont Theater that you guys yeah. played yeah. last year. Is that the biggest show that you guys played uh, to yeah. date? Yeah. So far, yeah. How, yeah, how was uh, actually, how was that oh, experience for you guys uh, having that many people awesome. show up and pay to to hear your arts and your music? That was awesome. I'll start. It was honestly like uh, it was awesome. It was pretty. I, like honestly, it only hit me a bit after. Like on stage, you get this adrenaline rush like you've never experienced before. And after, honestly, we had had a show that was maybe four months before this show. And this was, so that was our first one, the one four months before the Fairmont was our second. And the first one was like a free show that we were hosting at a bar. And then we actually ended up like packing the bar up, which has never happened in this bar. And that was more like that had more of an effect on me because that was the first time we were like people were singing our words back to us. Mm. And there's actually a post from that of me singing Priest. Um, but it was just like crazy. Like Fairmont was the same because it was like bigger, but. I don't know. It didn't hit me as well yeah, as the other. Yeah, that's I would say, I would say, same thing as Jacob Fairmont was incredible because I don't think any of us expected to like really sell it out. Like we knew we were gonna sell a good amount of tickets, but it was just a dream come true, and it felt like we were really like doing something cool. 
But like Jacob was saying, our first show that we played at a local bar that we had no expectations, really. Like, it was our first show ever as a band. And like people were just like, wow, this is crazy. And that was a really insane night for me. Nice. That first show. So yeah, did, you guys, did you guys get the buzz from Spotify prior to that show? Is that how people knew, knew to come and see you? Or uh, how did they know that you were playing? Uh, well, we promoted, like, the Fairmount one or the one before that? The bar Fairmount? one, the first one. The first one, well, we had promoted it uh, on our social media, and we I think we might have paid for some ads, but the premise was that it was a, free a lot of word of mouth. Yeah. And it was basically word of mouth. But we had Priest, uh, like, yeah. Priest was pretty much, like, up at what it, I don't know, maybe a million by then, so. Yeah, around a million or something. Gotcha. Yeah, so gotcha. that really put us on the map in Montreal. But that one, the the first, the bar show, we had no clue. Like, it was just, uh, it's just like a little hometown, I don't know where you are, but if you think, like, your local bar five minutes away, that. You know, I mean, average every night you'll have like four or five people there. That's mm-hmm. uh, like, it's exactly that. So we had no expectations at all. We were just going to play and get our first experience playing. And, one of them. Uh, we were expecting like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, we were expecting like, uh, you know, realistically 80 people kind of thing, 75, 80 people to show up. And we ended up like filling the place with 200 and there was wow. no stage. There was no stage for us. So we were playing literally like ground level and there was no barrier between us and the kind of audience. So the people were like singing, uh, they were a foot and a half yeah. you know, yeah. in front of us, like singing back to us. So that felt very homey and very, uh, yeah, that hit home. For and first there were family members there. And, yeah. and it was just like, you, I could barely even hear myself kind of because people were just singing it so loudly. But uh, even to add on that, so Alex and Jeremy live off, Montreal is an island and they live right off of the island. I'm on the island. So that day that our show was happening, there was a, a flooding in Montreal. So like w- one of the main bridges to get off the island was closed. And so I was driving down there during the day and I'm like, Frig, the, the bridge is closed. It took me so long to get there. I said, this is maybe the worst day for the show. Um, and we're just waiting. We're just waiting at home like a classic Jacob an hour and a half late, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this was like messed up. So I did not expect the uh, outcome that we got like mm. especially on that note so people yeah. still made it out that was super uh, humbling and we were super grateful for that yeah that's pretty incredible i i don't know about you guys but some of the bands that i look up to especially when i was in school um some of their first shows that were so memorable are exactly that like <clears throat> no expectations no stage like sometimes there are yeah. venues that don't even host music to begin with but you somehow like talk to the owner and persuade them into you know playing there and then yeah then yeah. it's just packed and people are like right up on stage with you and uh, yeah, those are always the actually, best ones that you remember exactly. time, our manager actually asked like before the show he's like oh how many like bartenders do you guys have working at the bar and the guy's like oh we have like one or two and he's like oh you don't want to like you know have like three or four kind of thing and the guy's like no no like we won't need it tonight you know what i mean <laughs> sure enough like sure yeah enough, we're getting sold the uh, like crazy, they're understaffed. Mm-hmm. And sure, sure enough, uh, they, those two bartenders made sure everybody had enough drinks, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they probably made a lot of yeah. money that night. But it was insane, it was crazy. <laughs> the, ceiling, the ceiling's quite low, and it's very compact, like, space. There's people on people's shoulders, people on tables dancing. It just yeah. felt like I was a guitar hero, like, at the final song. <laughs> <laughs> Playing Freebird. <laughs> yeah, Freebird, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, that's great, guys. Yeah, good for you. My last question, I call it the spotlight, and it's just okay. anything you guys want to plug that's new, personally, or music-related, um, anything going on with you guys that you want to share for listeners to you know, know what's to come with Group Project in the future. 
You might get three different answers here. Jeremy, you want to start? No clue. No chance. I was going to say, uh, before the quarantine and before the whole COVID pandemic, um, we were planning to have a music video um, for Cold. So we'd written out the script. We had gotten like our production and everything was getting prepared for this music video. But now it's going to be postponed. And uh, that we can still look forward to that. Um, yeah, that would have that would have actually been completed by now because we were yeah. supposed to we were supposed to do the filming, the shooting of that the last ten days of March, and then kind of have a due date, completion date by like middle of April. Yeah, the actual uh, video, and that would, we had that was going to be amazing. We have two awesome guys working on it with us and their crews. So, hmm. um, but uh, that'll still happen. <laughs> It'll still happen. So that'll be something to look forward to. Hopefully. Yeah, other than that, we did have a show as well coming up in May. Um, we're going to play oh, at yeah. Pascal. It's a theater. It's uh, another downtown theater in Montreal, slightly bigger than Fairmount. And um, super, super excited for that. We had that scheduled with uh, Eventco, which is like the Montreal booking agency. Mm. Um, yeah. Big one for Montreal and Quebec area. Yeah. And, so um, this show is going to be the biggest because it was like they were promoting it. And the theater is actually in the heart of the entertainment district of Montreal. So it's like, the ideal show. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, yeah. uh, as yeah, of right we now, confidence that we were going to have a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as of right yeah. now, I mean, it's a month out and it's still scheduled, but most likely it's probably going to be oh, postponed. Been, it's yeah, it's postponed actually now, October, uh, it's October oh. 23rd. Oh, cool. Okay. So hopefully that happens. Hopefully mm-hmm. everything blows. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I would say the same thing. Just the show coming up and, for every one of your listeners, I would say just check us out on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, whatever you use. We're on YouTube as well. Give us a shout out on Instagram. Give us a follow. We always we love the shout outs. We update you guys on on anything happening and uh, for shows too. If any of you uh, want to fly out in October, if all this uh, pandemic is Alex will involved, pay your tickets. Sir. I'll pay your ticket. <laughs> <laughs> sleep at uh, you could sleep downtown somewhere. I'll pay your hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. here. I'm gonna I'm gonna fly out and take you up on just, that. Then. Just... <laughs> no, 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 not you, not you. <laughs> Only you. <laughs> yeah, it's funny actually because uh, my plan was to come to Canada either September or October because I had uh, weddings to come come to. So, All right, um, cool. and I was just gonna Wedding like hit, go. hit that at the same time since I'm already flying over. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys know if I'm around. That'd be sick. Go and interview us before a show or after a show or just that week too. And then party awesome. with us. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd love that. Whereabouts? Uh, whereabouts were you supposed to go to the weddings in Canada? Do you know? Um, I believe it was around Toronto, but okay. the other one was in Michigan. Uh, there's a couple of them, and there's another okay. one actually in California. So there's like a lot of them that are like right next to each other, right in that. Take the path, yeah, just Toronto, $40 bus ride, Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> Save that $50 bus ride, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that's all I got. Thanks a lot for doing this with me. Yeah, this is the first Thanks time I've had the whole band on the visual chat here. This is kind of rad. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Well, it thanks for having us, Brian. It was a great interview. Yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. We're looking forward to yeah, you take care. We'll be in touch. Yeah, Thanks so much. All righty. Bye. That was episode seven. Hope you guys enjoyed your time with Group Project today. You can find more of their music at groupprojectmusic.com. 
and their Instagram handle is Group Project Music. And if you type in Group Project Music on Google, guess what you're gonna find? Group Project Music. So go and check them out. Funny guys and great group project music. <laughs> Be sure to leave me a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast fix. Next week, we do have slender bodies coming in, just slithering in the room with their slenderness. See you Monday. Till next time. All the featured songs in today's episode belong to the independent artist Group Project, and they've graciously given me written permission to be played in the show.